Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. No Stetsons under Broadway lights. No pickers playing for pocket change. No rhinestone boots on an old church stage. Hey, blue eyes, crying in the rain. Hey, fire. Nashville without you. Tim McGraw to open up today's show. Bob Stoffer with you. And thank you for joining us on Oilers Now, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Buyer Leash and X Office Network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy IT and supplies. The Edmonton Oilers um, coming off a disappointing performance last night against the Minnesota Wild with several uh, subpar elements that undermined the team's success. We'll be discussing that on today's uh, show. And as a result, the Oilers' seven-game undefeated streak in which they went 6-0-1 came to a conclusion by virtue of a 5-1 loss against a, a bigger physical... Well, it sounds like we lost Bob. It was definitely a bigger and more physical. NHL and fighting mage than natural predators. It's always going to be a tough trip, and it's always going to reveal. Brennan, you there? Yeah, I'm here. It sounds a little robotic on your end, Bob. Do you have somebody trying to phone you? or That's usually what knocks us off the air in these situations. Okay, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to switch. Just give me. Yeah, give me give me fifteen seconds, okay? I can give you fifteen seconds, and and uh, I'm sure we'll dig a little bit deeper into things as far as you know the physical nature of last night's game and that scrum involving Evander Kane, and maybe that being part of a bigger picture where. Yeah, certainly as part of the commentary, you're looking around and thinking, is, is somebody else going to come and help Evander Kane in this situation? Is there is there something to be said about that sort of pack mentality in a situation like that? Because, I mean, I saw online that there was uh, some other people taking shots saying, of course, well, actually, it was Hartman in the post-game comments saying that none of the Oilers were coming to the rescue of, uh, of Evander Kane in that particular incident. So um, certainly interesting. And Minnesota's a team that's been taking advantage of that 
that element of the game all season long. Um, if they're not second in fighting majors behind Nashville, I would be very, very surprised. So this was kind of a, a shock to the system, if you want to look at it that way, as far as the type of hockey that I think the Oilers are going to have to figure out how to thrive in if they're going to you know, make it anywhere in the playoffs, right? And that's what these two teams in the Central Division are built towards. And look no further than what Bill Guerin did at the trade deadline to bolster an already frighteningly tough roster that had Marcus Foligno on it, that had some bigger bodies, and he went out and he added defenseman Jacob Middleton. And uh, uh, who else... Nick Delorier is the other name I'm trying to think of there. So uh, you can just see how different franchises right. prioritize different things, obviously. And, and for the Oilers this year, it was about moving the puck up from the defensive end to the skilled playmakers. And that's why players like Tyson Berry were signed to an extension. That's why Brett Kulak was brought in, for example, instead of a Jacob Middleton, I would suggest. It's a philosophy of this team who believes that it can win in a playoff environment with um, with puck movers. And I think that once we get Bob back here, on, you know, a lot of today's discussion is going to be, is that a style of hockey that's conducive to success in the playoffs? The last couple of years, it doesn't look like it necessarily. You just jump in if we've got you here, Bob. By the way, I'm just kind of ranting away. I got. I, now, can you hear me now? We switched. Yeah, over you're crystal to a clear. Go ahead. Uh, line. How's that? How'd one? I do? <laughs> crystal clear. All right. So, I heard you. You did a great job filling in. So, we're going to have a lot of conversation on today's show. Brian Lawton coming up from the NHL Network. David Staples from the Cult of Hockey. NHL Insider John Shannon. The Oilers just hitting the ice as we speak for a practice. Uh, as Brendan mentioned, tough team Nashville tomorrow for Edmonton to play. And the Oilers had some opportunity. You know what? We saw some inexperience with some of Edmonton's players, and maybe it's a generational thing. We're going to have that conversation, which, again, is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. The River Cree is 100% restriction-free with daily food specials, spectacular live music each weekend. For more information, head to the com, and you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com. I expect some changes to the Oilers line combos today. When we get the update on that, that'll be today's top story. Into the Oilers Now Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, featuring Edmonton's largest selection, unbeatable prices, and customer service. It makes you feel like family. Cam Moon on the call last night. For the third and final time in the regular season, the Edmonton Oilers take on the Minnesota Wild. Holdy follows it up. He'll give it to Gaudreau. He'll shoot it off the arm of Koskinen and just chopped wide. He'll dump it in. Keith's got to go back for it. Keith playing in his 1248th game. He'll lose it. Gaudreau shoots and scores. Brought it to the front of the net. And Gaudreau outweights Koskinen to make it 1-0 Minnesota. Out of the middle to McDavid into the Minnesota and his shot and a save made by Talbot off the stick of CC here's Cassian oh he ripped it off the post up near the right point it's a pass to Kulikov to Boldy walks to the middle to Fiala he scores Kevin Fiala got it in the slot on and off the left wing shoots and scores Fiala from an incredibly sharp angle banks it off of Koskin in and in to make it 3-0 for the Wild here on this play, but yes, Apolli Arby's the right winger. He's got a support lower than he did. Reesoff keeps it in. Now to Hartman. He scores. Hartman in front of the net goes high to the glove side on Koskinen, and you can make it 4-0 for the Minnesota Wild. 
back to the point. Ben will shoot it, tip the rebound, scores! Hartman picked up the rebound. He shovels it home. His second of the night. Now to Dreisaitl, will shoot, scores! Leon Dreisaitl let it go. Hyman was right in front of the net. It's a power play goal. And the Oilers cut the wild lead to 5-1. Great save by Koskinen. Oh, Yamamoto. He's getting into it a bit with Kaprizov. Now Kane goes right at Kaprizov, and he gives him a couple of shots. That'll get everybody in there just outside the Minnesota blue line. All ten players on the ice. Hartman went flying. Well, McLeod's got to get in there. McLeod has to get in there in that situation to help out his teammate. Kane trying to get at Hartman, but the line's been between them. And they break up Hartman and Kane contributors to the Edmonton Oilers get their first regulation loss since March 26th when they lost 9-5 to the Calgary Flames. Oilers outscored 16-5 in three games this year. Yeah, we're going to talk about that incident with Evander Kane. First, here's Jay Woodcroft. He won't blame Keith, minus four, and Bouchard, minus three in last night's performance. Yeah, it was a rough night, yeah. And it's not just on, it's not on one person, it's not on two people. As a team, we can be a whole lot better. As a uh, group of five people breaking out of your own zone, we can be a lot better. Um, not our finest hour, and uh, we'll address it and, and uh, get better tomorrow in practice. Rob Brown made a great point last night after the game. He said, I have no concerns about Keith bouncing back. He's played 1,250 games back after their pairing had the sort of night with a hard 2-1-2 press on the forecheck. Think about it. Edmonton went from playing Anaheim, a team that had traded several of their players away, bombed them 6-1, to playing San Jose, who sat back in a 1-1-3. Then they played LA, who plays a 1-3-1, two very passive forechecks. Then Colorado, 2-1-2. Minnesota, 2-1-2, physicality. And the Oilers did not handle it well. Jay Woodcroft says the team has to make corrections. We're going to go and digest this game. Uh, we're going to pick out the things that, that have to improve for the Edmonton Oilers. I'm not as much concerned about what the Minnesota Wild did to us or, or whatnot. I'm more concerned, or not concerned, but more focused on uh, how we're going to improve uh, tomorrow. And I've already laid it out to you. The two areas that, uh, based on what we saw tonight, that have to improve going forward are our breakout execution and our net play. It's as simple as that. It comes down to... Uh, five players being on the same page. Even though we only gave up 23 shots, the chances that we did give up, there, there were too many great A's. Meanwhile, Zach Hyman, and you might not like this, uh, this question or response to this question, but Zach Hyman uh, says, hey, it's just one game. It's an 82-game season, right? I think we've put ourselves in a really good position. I think that... We've been playing really well of late. I think that you're allowed to have, you know, you don't want to have blips on on the radar, but you're 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 only human, right? I think that this is uh, one of those things where you 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 get back at it the next day and and you make it a blip, right? You you go back to playing the way that you you know you can play, and and we did that after uh, you said the Calgary game, and we're gonna do it again uh, after this one. And for Hyman, uh, he said, hey, not just on the defense, but on those uh, giveaways and the first three goals against. There's more to it than that. I mean, we're all good hockey players, right? Just, there, 
there's you know holding a guy up and allowing your D to have an extra second like there's little plays that probably go unnoticed from from above that you know go noticed from the players just being able to help our D in, in, in different scenarios right when you when you feel like you're on an island it's it's easier to make mistakes and you know when you feel like you're being supported so um, you know mistakes do happen but uh, as a group I think that we have to be better and 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 take care of each other right if somebody makes a mistake you can you can be in a position to to back them up and so it's not a, a goal and you know most people forget about those that don't go in the net zach hyman obviously uh, has helped the owners out tremendously so too has the addition of evander kane okay and we have a lot of people out there that like to pontificate and comment on how people live their lives without necessarily looking in the mirror including several people in the media uh, anyhow, I digress. Uh, Evander Kane, following last night's game, had these comments on the uh, loss to Minnesota. Definitely not what we wanted to, to transpire tonight. I think, um, you know, we, we, we played pretty well in the first period. Obviously, uh, you know, we make a mistake, mistakes are going to happen. That's uh, no big deal. And, um, you know, we should respond. But, you know, we came out flat in the, in the second period. We didn't have everybody going tonight. And, um, you know, they took advantage of their opportunities that they got. And uh, giveaways definitely uh, undermined the Edmonton Oilers. Here's Kane again. You know, mistakes are going to happen. Um, you just try, have to try to limit them. Uh, we didn't do a very good job of that. I thought, like I said, I thought we had a pretty good first period. Um, we're down one nothing. We were playing well. I think we were out shooting them halfway through the second. Um, so we spent a lot of time in the zone. But but again, we 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 gave them too many opportunities, uh, and they capitalized, and, and we didn't. Uh, so, uh, that's, hey, the Minnesota Wild were better than Edmonton. They deserved the win. The Oilers had way too many giveaways. You can't play that way on a consistent basis. Um, they didn't have Nicholas Delorier dressed last night. And Jordan Greenway left the game early. Those are two physical, tough players. Greenway is part of a massive third line with Joel Erickson and Marcus Foligno. And the Oilers, in their current configuration, are not built necessarily to handle um, that type of Minnesota team. Some of you are old school. Uh, some of you are new school that don't value things. Uh, I think everybody values character and competitiveness. I, I, I do think that. Um, but there are times you have to get outside your comfort level. That's just the reality of the situation. When we come back, we're going to talk a, a bit about what occurred late in the game. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Because to me, it exposed something that has to change for the Edmonton Oilers carrying forward. You're listening to Oilers now. Well, it took all five guys and uh, bring me down. So um, it's it's yeah, it's uh, it's something I definitely would have liked to get loose. Let's put it that way. You know, these little guys they they want to act <laughs> tough, but they're <laughs> they wait for the lines when they come in. <laughs> That's Evander Kane after last night's game. 
What's the old saying? Uh, something about if you can't beat them in the alleys. This is Oilers now. Bob Stoffer with you. The Oilers losing 5-1 against Minnesota. And I think for many of you on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, the sense I'm getting is you didn't like the way Edmonton lost. You're not the only one. The Oilers have four players that are 22 to 23 years of age. Evan Bouchard on defense, three forwards. Ryan McLeod, they're both 22. Yes, a Pugliarvi and Kyler Yamamoto. Pugliarvi is 6'4". Bouchard is 6'3", McLeod is 6'2", and Yamamoto is 5'8". Ask yourself a question right here, right now. Who's the most competitive player? Who's the best bet to push back on somebody on the ice? The entire sequence started last night with Yamamoto getting it into Matt Zuccarello. And then Kaprizov came in and gave Yamamoto a shot. Yamamoto stood up for himself. Kane came in to defend Yamamoto. And then Minnesota came flying in to defend Kaprizov. And the Oilers had a couple guys, in my opinion, that, like Ryan McLeod, needed to be more active. Now, some of you would say, ah, that stuff's just old school BS. You don't need any of it. And others would would say, you know what? The entire team needs to be there. That's all there is to it. I'll say this about Matt Hendricks. When he was in Edmonton, you could bet that he was going to be in there. Uh, now, Brett Kulak and Tyson Berry were the defense pairing, and it was Yamamoto, McLeod, and Cassian that were on the ice at that time. Evander Kane is a legitimately tough player. Actually, Evander Kane's a legitimate player. He's a legitimate top six player. Ask yourself this question right now. Short of Leon Dreisaitl, who's been the most productive winger Connor McDavid's ever had with him? And don't give me yes to Pugliarvi, okay? Don't give, me, don't give me goal share. The reality is, in terms of actual contributions offensively, uh, and I like Pugliarvi, and there's growth there. By the way, the Oilers right wings over the last four games, or sorry, last uh, several games. Pugliarvi, one goal in 14 games. Uh, I'd say maybe 11 or 12 of which he's played in the top six. Connor Yamal's not scored in nine games. Derek Ryan, he's played exclusively on the third line. He hasn't scored in 18. Cassian hasn't scored in 23. It's a tough run on the right side. Kane, Kane comes as advertised. He can score goals. He's got 280 goals in his career, and he isn't a timid player. A timid player does not fight Ryan Reeves and Zidane O'Shaar and Erica Branson. In fact, I looked it up today. There's not another guy in the league that's active that's got 280-plus goals that's fought Reeves or Chara. He's the only one. Um, my expectation is the team, and maybe the guys were late to the party or whatever, got to be more active. I remember when the Oilers worked over the LA Kings back in 1990. Peter Prazler sat there and watched his teammates get punched. Now, in this situation, there weren't fisticuffs flying. Kulak had an opportunity to pull Jonas Brodeen, you know, separate him from the herd. They were talking up how Brodeen shuts down Connor McDavid every game. There was an opportunity there. The Oilers need to work on their gamesmanship, and they need to change a little bit of the dynamic with some of the players that they have here carrying forward. I'm not saying you totally revert back to the heaviness and the lack of speed and pace that maybe they had 17, 18, 18, 19 when the team had a 478 winning percentage, but a balance in between the two. And I, I, I'm going to tell you, I'm not sure if they're going to be able to afford Kane. Kane's going to get paid in his next deal, but Kane is a pretty unique player. And it would have helped if some guys would have raced. I had somebody say to me, Bob, if they don't bite as a pup, they're not going to bite as a dog. 
Okay. I think gamesmanship can get learned over time. I mean, you just have to be there. Am I out to lunch? Am I a dinosaur? You tell me. Would you like to see a little bit more? And I like McLeod, right? I like but they need more out of Cassian. They need Paul Yarvey to push. Finns are not traditionally timid players. Yes, he, uh, Yuansu is not a great player. Leonard Petrell, it's his birthday today. Not a great player. They didn't take any crap out on the ice. But the Oilers have got some guys, and you hear the term sabs, sometimes applied to a couple of Edmonton's younger players. Some of you know in hockey what sabs means. Soft as blank and uh, got to find you know got to find a little bit more bite I think and what happens when you play Minnesota Nashville is some things get exposed a little bit so there's learning opportunities for it all right a reminder to all Oilers season seat holders to secure your 2022 Stanley Cup playoff seats by this Thursday locking your seats for the playoffs ahead of the public online through your Oilers account manager or by calling 780-414-GOAL off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell back with Brian Lawton for uh, Katie and custom built homes when we return in Oilers now Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.